everyone, welcome back to Keeping Up with the Chaldeans. I'm Junior Bender along with my co-host Anthony Toma. And today we've got the Fab Three coming in oh from Beyond Lending. We've got Sonia here, Sonia Cal. We've got Chanel Shaba Center. And we've got Frank Kronberger. Right? Or I say, say it correct? But yeah, you yes, said it. I you did. Yes, it. I did. This yeah. is an official inducted German now into the Chaldean community. So, so yeah. give you guys a heads up. So good to have you guys on. We're going to um, get into, you know, your business and some of the practices that you guys have um, with your company with well over many, many years of experience. We're going to let you guys lead into letting the viewers know what you offer, how they get in touch with you, and where this Fab 3 started from. So who wants to lead? We will take you first. <laughs> Go on, just yeah, just pitch it out there and just let people know what you guys offer. You know what is beyond lending and um, how you three came about. So we are in the mortgage business. Um, we pretty much deal with anything relating to purchasing a home, an investment property, um, something along those lines. And um, we deal with investors. We deal with real estate agents. We deal with um, families that first-time home buyers, veterans, jumbo loans. FHA loans, I mean, you name it, we don't discriminate, uh, big or small. And we all came together uh, because we work well together. <laughs> just curious, is this um, commercial lending um, or just residential lending you guys are doing for, for your company? Mainly residential lending. Okay. Um, we were thinking about getting into commercial in the future, sure. but our specialty is creative thinking with residential lending. Yeah, you mm -hmm. guys are on a hot streak right now because the market is still wild right now with the way things are going. So. A uh, little bit about who started the company here and where you guys uh, were able to put together everything that you had in the past and come together for you guys to create something better. So you're the founder of it? Yeah, so we all worked together mm -hmm. uh, for plenty of years yep. and it came about where we were just like, you know what, this corporate life and us being at the mercy of another company, it just doesn't suit us anymore. We've mm -hmm. developed good relationships outside of the company where we felt like we could work and do this on our own. Sure. Um, so taking the company outside of corporate and developing it um, together was great. Um, yeah. We've we were building a brand that really services realtors mm -hmm. in a purchase market very well. And aside from being only in Michigan, we're doing it in multiple states too. Nice, nice. And when you yeah. say like you're working with realtors, the brand that you're creating, what sets you apart right now currently? Like that you've seen that you learn corporate side that you're going to brand on to your company now? So a lot in the corporate world, um, in a mortgage corporate world, a lot of what you're doing is call center type. So you're picking up a phone, you're mm -hmm. talking to a borrower, a potential borrower, and it's in and out like as quickly as you can. You're not really focused on building those relationships and you're also not really focused on what's going to happen after the home is closed or mm -hmm. after that person is in the home. So for us, what we do is we want to build that brand with the realtor. We want to make sure that the realtor is catered to. We want to make sure that the homeowner is catered to. Mm -hmm. So that even throughout the whole process, everyone is serene. Mm -hmm. Everybody is understanding. And then at the same time, when they're done with their sure. loan, we still keep that follow-up with those clients. We'll still talk to them you know, every six months or every year. Mm -hmm. And that's how we built that relationship. And those realtors love that, right? Because mm -hmm. when we find out something about a client, like, oh, hey, they're actually thinking of putting their house on the market again. The realtor might not know that. So yeah. us referring them back to that realtor, they appreciate it. And not only that, when we have people moving from state to state, mm -hmm. um, we have a good book of realtor business that we can say, hey, you know, so-and-so, we have somebody moving here from Virginia. Mm -hmm. Can you help them find a house virtually or whatever it sure. is? And sure. they love that. Our realtors love that. What's your story, Frank? 
Well, uh, you know, got started in the mortgage business uh, a while ago, been, been um, kind of just plugging away. I took a managerial step, started to run my own team. Um, and, you know, again, again, had pros and cons, met these two along the way, uh, which could be a pro, could be a con, <laughs> just depending. Um, no, but they're, they're great, honestly, to work with and just, um, you know, one of those things where it's like really just stepping past being in a direct lending model where it does feel like what Chanel was talking about, even Sonia, just where it does feel kind of like an assembly line where you're just you know, processing different things and really, you know, transitioning more into something like this where you're putting the service and end of things in front of anything else. Right. So, and that's really what the whole thing is about is it's, it's all about the client. And sometimes that gets lost in translation when, you know, things are built out in different ways, but I like that. And I like to have, you know, the experience and the, and the service just all in hand and like in house with us and, you know, something that you have a little bit more control on in the sense. So, um, again, I think that we all share that as far as putting the client first in every situation. And then, like you said, like realtors love that. You close a home in a different state, listing agent says, oh, wow, you did a great job. Mm -hmm. You're building a relationship with them. So it's just, it's a wholesome thing. And, and that's what's really nice about it. So I'm besides so sorry. the professional side, what we sort of thing wrong, you learned? You guys have the wrong company up. No, that's my company there. Well, yeah, well, where is our company? It's coming, it's Lupe. <laughs> Oh, I'm looking at it and I'm like, you're not power lending, but I can't. Why we will is not cut and edit that before. Why is power lending behind us? It's, it's on there. I don't know. It's 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 a it's a staple of keeping up with the Chaldeans. I know, like but... Team? I do, yeah. No, I'd much rather work with you guys than with power lending. Okay. okay. Just, just, so just for the... There's Thank your you. <laughs> there you go. Connected, secure, and confident lending. So We're also powerful beyond too. Beyond lending. Worry. If anybody's out there, beyond lending is better than power lending. I'm sorry, guys. You heard it here first. <laughs> so you have um you said you, you got an experience that you built out with this group and stuff, but let me mm -hmm. give you something else that you haven't um maybe gotten too familiar with, but this is a different experience in general in our community. These are two Middle Eastern women who this primarily wouldn't be in existence, say, thirty years ago. As I mean, it was very seldom you'd see it. So you are um, you're joined with a new say tradition in our community that the women are coming up mm -hmm. and and our um, and, and the Middle Eastern women again they're taking the lead so it's cool it's cool but you do have two different chromosomes so we viciously <laughs> want to tear everything apart while they say hold up hold up hold up you not case what are you doing we're a woman we're gonna take it down to this level or we might have aggressive over here that says nope I'm with you but again. Kudos to these two, and then also the diversity of bringing in a German Chaldean American now. <laughs> so, but this is cool. So you get to be a part of that experience too. So no. it, it's a big difference from what we grew up on. So yeah, and I, I will say like the the community has just been great. Everybody's mm -hmm. everybody. Uh, it, it's kind of funny because it's it it it's almost like you know how my grandpa kind of talked about like you know German community in Detroit and things growing up. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's inclusive. Every like you 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 can kind of tell like there's different there's different things, different customs. But mm -hmm. everybody is uh, everybody is definitely um, open arms, which Good. is which is awesome. So now I follow you guys. I see um, what you do on social media. You know you promote your stuff a lot. I haven't gotten with yours yet, so hopefully we'll get after. But mm -hmm. I know I do watch um, yours especially. You're pretty aggressive on it. You guys handle jobs. I've seen a few seven figure plus numbers down to standard numbers so give us an understanding to the viewers how do you guys scale that how do you deal with the guy that says i just need a hundred thousand dollar loan compared to the two million dollar guy coming in for a house you know what so a hundred thousand dollar loan is um 
there's pros and cons to it. And mm -hmm. when I say it's not so much as for us, like how much our commission is, it's nothing to do with that. A mm -hmm. $100,000 loan or even um, an $80,000 loan or mm -hmm. even anything under one fifty, it's in this market, it's more difficult to close because there's so many more regulations tied to it mm -hmm. where we have to be creative and navigate through it. And typically those are the type of borrowers, um, first time home buyers that, you know, their income is not as strong as sure. someone who's, let's say, a million dollars. So we have to make sure that we're catering to them and making sure that they're comfortable with their payment at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we're putting them in a terrible position. Sure. Versus someone with an $800,000 loan, which is pretty much our average right now, yeah. um, they're more in the jumbo status. Mm -hmm. So now we have a different type of um, situation where we've got to get creative on the jumbo side, making sure that they meet all of those guidelines because it's manual underwriting. Sure. Mm -hmm. So then there's that. And then um, with things getting tighter mm -hmm. along the way mm -hmm. in the guidelines, um, we need to make sure that we're keeping up with it because at the end of the day, we don't want to fall into a trap where, uh-oh, the loan doesn't close, it gets to final underwriting, which is, yeah. I mean, no offense to a lot of new bankers, but that's what they're running into. It's um, the the financial literacy behind it where mm -hmm. they're they're not keeping up sure. as quickly and they just simply don't know because you know it, it's led by experience so can mm -hmm. we as the consumer identify that or is that what you guys identify with your with your experience of what you've been doing you know do you identify mm -hmm. that for from the the lending side to that and then you help the consumer or does the consumer say hey hey Sonia look at this this is what's going on you know so we've had combined years of experience. Sonia is literally a um, mortgage encyclopedia. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so anything that we need assistance with that we might not be updated on, we usually reach out to her. Mm -hmm. But we all condense that. Like we're a sponge too. So we know that for future reference. Okay. And when it comes to a situation where it's usually a realtor will say, I have a client who is self-employed, doesn't show so much money, but they want a $1.4 million house. What mm -hmm. can we do? That's where we have to dig into Sonia or dig into our guidelines mm -hmm. and see, you know, what is the possibility out there? Now, as a broker, we have the capabilities of taking their business anywhere we want. Sure. We are not only triggered to, you know, Chase Mortgage or Wells Fargo. We can take them to, you know, ABC Bank because right. ABC Bank will say, you know, we don't really care what's on their tax returns. We actually care about what goes into their bank account. And if we see 100,000 go into their bank account every single month, we're going to use that money instead of their tax returns. Gotcha. So it's a creative way of doing lending now. Sure. And that's what we're able to bring in. So with those clients who may not know, we're able to tell them, hey, we have a program. It's it might be a little bumpy road, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, it's going to get you sure. to where you need to go. Sure. Um, and even if it's someone on a low loan amount, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing. We can guide them and say, you know, we know how it's going. Like we know what's going to happen through this. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. Okay. Let us handle that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. I get it. And then right now we're in a tough time right now, where I want to see what you guys can offer viewers and even I'm going to be a first time home buyer soon. We're getting slaughtered. You know you're calling. Yeah, I know. But we're getting slaughtered. I, I will definitely. Sorry. I, I, I'm good. Listen, I want him to be with the best. AT, just for the record, I'll get my ass handed. I can't wait, I I can't wait until you're saying I want him to be with that. the best. I want him to be with the best. So right now, the trouble that I'm finding right now is um, the, everyone, everyone who's got that, let me rephrase it. The majority that got pre-approvals are getting their ass handed to them right now because you have two, three ahead of them that are cash offers mm -hmm. ready to just buy out. So right now, as I'm a new person looking for this, 
is it really like a big point to say, hey, you know, Frank, I need you to help me get a pre-approval for about 800. That's what I'm going to look for. Can you see if it'll go through? And then you get me this pre-approval, but it's like, I'm still the guy that is like frowned on walking into these deals now. And they even want me to do it like you, like, how does that affect you as security to say, I'm walking into this deal and I don't even want inspection now. I just have to just jump on it, isn't it? Doesn't that cause harm or a bit of scare to the? What's lending? your advice to yeah. people that are trying to land a home yeah, in this would, climate? Yeah. yeah, I would say that. Well, you run it. You run into a bunch because like everybody's just like you know, hey, you know, I'm gonna wait for you know the market to correct and <laughs> things go down. It's like we never know. You know, people are trying to call things that you just don't know. Yep. We were actually just having this conversation um, actually yesterday. Um, but just find just finding uh, finding a loan officer or just whoever to be able to look at your look at your financial situation. Anybody, so there's a big difference between a just a pre-qualification, which you can get in two seconds, mm -hmm. and an actual actual pre-approval. Yeah. So okay. pre-approval is is a loan officer sitting down, and it might seem tedious, and it's like, hey, I just need a piece of paper that says I'm good to go from the client side. But then the loan officer says, hey, I need your you know your your two two pay stubs, two most recent W-2s, two uh, two years tax returns, so on and so forth. And it's like, oh, why does he need all this? Why does she need all of this? And it's really to get yourself, okay, hey. I can actually call now the listing agent as the loan officer and say, hey, this person is as good as cash. Mm -hmm. We're good to go. Everything is verified. Everything's already pre-underwritten, and they're going to submit an offer for gotcha. whatever percent down that you feel comfortable with and yeah. actually talk about the numbers. So my approach, and I believe our, all of our approach, I because I've just heard them and been around them for so long, is, is just full transparency. Mm -hmm. And through that is like, then you can make an educated decision on, hey, that monthly payment is good. Or if, okay, I want to bypass the inspection. Okay. Hey, the house was built maybe two years ago. Mm -hmm. Maybe the inspection, I, normally I don't recommend that, but still mm -hmm. like, hey, the house was built two years ago. We probably could go off on that if it was built in the eighties. Uh, probably not, you know? Mm -hmm. So you just, again, you take every situation as is. And even to your earlier point, like from a hundred thousand to a million dollars, it's all just a, it's all, and there's there's going to be some sort of hurdle, some mm -hmm. sort of problems, a solution to to a problem. So yep. regardless whether somebody makes a million dollars a year or makes you know fifty thousand dollars a year, it's all about do they feel comfortable with what they're doing? Do they feel good about it? And as long as they feel good about it, and and we're providing them you know a service to that, that's a beautiful thing. Do either uh, of you have any advice to to add to that? I do. I want to piggyback off of what he said. So your pre-approval letter mm -hmm. is actually it. It means a lot to the listing agent. So with our company, we've built such good relationships with agents in this area mm -hmm. that our pre-approval letters are really strong. So they see and they say, oh, we know Chanel Shaba. We know Beyond Lending. We know Sonia. We know Frank. That means that they did the right thing with this deal. They mm -hmm. actually like looked at this client and they know that this client's good and they'll fight for that client too. Gotcha. We also, I've, I've done it with a few different realtors. I used to do it on request, but now I'm just doing it because of how tough the market is, mm -hmm. is I'll call the listing agent myself mm -hmm. and say, hi, you know, this is Chanel. I'm with Beyond Lending. You know, we're about to, someone's about to put in an offer. I just want to introduce myself. So that they know who they're dealing with yeah, too on the other end. Mm -hmm. And then we start a group email, right? Where like everybody who's in this deal is going to be in these emails or group texts. Like mm -hmm. we have mm -hmm. group texts all the time yep. with those realtors so that everyone's communicating mm -hmm. because cash deals can go in and out in two weeks. Yeah. But so can we. Like okay. we can do that in two weeks as well. Sure. And that's because of, again, the knowledge and the experience that we do provide and that we do possess. But 
you know, for, for us and in this market, that's what we're striving on. Good. We want to make sure that our realtors and our clients feel great about it. Um, we want to make sure that our clients tell other people and mm -hmm. then not only do the seller agents like trust us, but then if they ever list a house and we come again to their table, they're like, oh yeah, yeah. we know exactly who they are. They're cool. We deal with them all the time, sure. which well, is what we've developed. You did a great job explaining pre-qualifications and pre-approval. That's a big thing because the misconception Thanks. is that you've got the one, you're ready to go, you're golden, but the other one gives you more of a golden ticket. Yeah. I might sound a little bit um, off on this question just because I've never uh, um, understood it, or I'm actually I've never owned to understand it, but I buy a home today I bought it and I paid fifty grand over. So we'll use the number. I bought a home for fifty thousand that was really four fifty and comp for about you know four and a quarter, but I still paid more. I've got a loan from you guys right now. Three years from now, things change. The economy drops. My home is back to valued at only four hundred, but my loan is still that difference on there. What happens in those cases? I know we're still responsible to pay the loans, but does that mean I'm at a loss right no. now that if I want to, okay, so how no, does that work? No, so let me, let me explain. It, it's, think of, and I don't know if um, you're familiar with stocks and stuff. Yeah. You're only losing if you're selling. Okay. So what I tell everyone, when you see a home. Drop. Well, yeah, you love the home, you yeah. buy the home. Mm -hmm. That's it. If it's in your budget, don't worry about what you're thinking it's going to value at two, three, four down the line. Because okay. I'm going to tell you right now, if you were to actually take a look at, at a broad scale from even, even starting in the year 2000 mm -hmm. till now, mm -hmm. it's only up. It doesn't come down. Yes, it's going to come down a little bit, sure. but it's going to come back up. And yep. if you have no intentions on selling the house in the next two years, mm -hmm. buy the home. Mm -hmm. You love the home, buy the home. That's what it's there for. Mm -hmm. If it's an investment, mm -hmm. then yes, it's a different conversation that we're going to be having. But most homeowners right now, they're or most people that are buying homes right now, they're wanting to buy a home to live in, to live in yeah. not mm -hmm. to reinvest in. Sure. Mm -hmm. So that's, at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. You Good. see the home, you love the home, buy the home. It's not about the rate. Yep. It's not about how much it costs as long as it's within your budget. Mm -hmm. um, and what you're thinking it's going to value at two, three, four down the line, what's it matter to you? You're going to live in it. Sure. Mm -hmm. So you make sense because at the end of the day, five years, that market kicked right back up, which we saw in our age mm -hmm. from around the 2008, 7, 8, 9 mm -hmm. era when things mm -hmm. crashed heavily, heavily at that time. And then um, when we came back around, it's like we picked back up. So mm -hmm. I, it make a lot of sense with that. So we can't, when we go to, when I go to buy, I can't look and say, okay, well, I spent 50000 more. F it. Because at the end of the day, in 10 years from now, that 50 still may be there plus some versus looking at two years if the market crashes. Mm -hmm. Right. Good. Okay. That's a great yeah, as long as, as, long as, you know as long as you know what you're doing on it, as long yeah. as you like understand this is what it is. And just back to what she was saying, it's like I, ha I was having a discussion with, I was on just like this message board and this, uh, one of the girls was asking the same question, hey, should I buy now? And the guy was like, no, the market's going to drop and, <laughs> you know, telling her all these things. And it's like, listen, if you love the house and you can make the payment and you feel comfortable with it and you feel good about it, then buy the house. If, if somebody gave that advice in 2007, right before the crash, the house is worth more now. Sure. You know, so it's like, yeah, there was a dip. Yeah, there was a correction. Okay, but you know, through through thick and thin, overall, I mean, again, it, if you get a good feeling about it, that can't be wrong. As long as it makes sense financially for you, mm -hmm. you, you, you can't be wrong in that situation. Not only that, everything follows too. So if you're buying a house in a high market and you are currently a homeowner, you're mm -hmm. also selling your house in a high market. market. Sure. If you're going to sell your house in a low market, you're also buying a house at a discounted rate too. So everything, it goes hand it in hand. It levels out. I yeah. like that. And sh shout out to one guy, I mean, I don't know if you guys deal with him, but Mark <laughs> Katula, he, um, Mark from Dolby, he, he, he 
promoted that the other day. He said, you guys got to understand, you're stepping a step up right mm -hmm. now. The guy who had a $700,000 home now wants a million-dollar home because yeah. the 700 just got sold for eight fifty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so now he's, he or that. she has money to play with. So it's not to say that stock is so low as well, but it's primarily that you have more aggressive buyers right now that are out there. Um, question to the three of you, what do I need to prep for before I come see you? So, for example, like I'm a newbie coming into you, what do I have to have ready for you guys when it comes time to these loans? Okay, up front, it's really not much. I you need a I job. <laughs> well, we there's so many people who call us. These days, everything is in their mama's name, so we ain't going to be there. I'm just saying. You and know? Ma mattress money is fun, trust yeah, me. Know, but but uh, it's not fun right now. No, nope, nope, that's what I'm saying. So, like, at the end of the day, we got to have our shit in order when we come see you. So yes. what is that? What do, yeah. what What is my things in order that I've got to come see you guys with? So first conversation is always the easiest. I know mm -hmm. a lot of buyers, um, and even real estate agents, when they bring their buyers to me, mm -hmm. um, you know, do you have an hour? I'm like, I only need 10 minutes. I don't need an hour. Mm -hmm. I'm like, up front, I'll, I'll guide you along the way. So basically mm -hmm. what we'll do is, you know, we'll get to know you for the first few minutes. We you know, there's, there has to be a mutual respect and they have to feel comfortable working with us before mm -hmm. we even pull their credit because mm -hmm. otherwise what's the point? Mm -hmm. So we'll ask about their income. Um, we'll ask how long they've had that income for. We'll ask about if the income's going to continue. We'll ask about their money in the bank. We'll ask how long the money has been in the bank because that's an important factor. Mm -hmm. um, we'll ask if they've ever purchased a home before. There's These are all like simple, basic things that mm -hmm. um, all tie in together because they help us gauge what type of loan we're going to put them in. Mm -hmm. Um, First-time home buyers, um, repeated buyers, even veterans, or even someone who has an existing FHA loan. Yep. It all dictates and they all tie together of what we're going to be able to do for you moving forward. Sure. How long they plan on being in the house for, that's an important thing. Yep. Um, the main thing is, is though, is and I'm going to mention about that money in, under the mattress. So I always mm -hmm. ask, do you have money in your mattress? And there's a reason why I ask that. Not because I want to discourage them from buying or because I just want to turn the, you know, the page and be like, I'm not, I can't work with you. No, there are loans out there where money under the mattress is okay. Mm -hmm. It really is. It depends on your spending habit. When I look at your bank statements, it'll tell me, can I give you an FHA loan? Do you always pull money out? <laughs> because at the end of the day, and I, I can't stress this enough, it's not illegal to save your money in your home. Sure. No, it's no, no. not. No. Everyone should know firsthand. Just proof of funds. You just got to right. show. That's exactly. it. If you have that. Where did the money here. come from? Yeah. Have you been saving it for a long time? Mm -hmm. I'm first. I mean, I work for corporate America. Well, I work for our own company now. But yep. um, <laughs> along the way, America. Right. Yeah, are corporate America. America. Right. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is that along the way, growing up, I mean, I always made money from cash. Yeah. I was a waitress. Yeah. I was behind the bar. Yeah. So money under my mattress was a normal thing for me. It's not yep. illegal. Yep. I can show where I got that money from, though. Yep. Yep. So at the end of the day, these are small little things, inches, that we do ask to see. What can we put you in? We'd be doing them a disservice if we didn't ask. Sure. It makes complete sense. Because at the end of the day, like you said, like, you know, Different industries have come about Michigan in all these years, and there's different things happening in financials right now. But um, uh, one question I do have, say today my sister helps me get the loan for the house. She throws me on the deed, okay, with her to deed me in. Quick claim deed, is that what it is, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yep. What, what, what happens to the loan if she says, I, I, I'm pulling myself off, I'm getting rid of the house. Does that work where I've got to now come in and redo a new loan no. over you before? Or what, how does that? As long as the loan is in good standing, okay. it's okay. But do we advise 
against you holding off? No, we would say in six months, yeah. let's take a look and see if we can get the loan in your name as That's well, because okay, it, it is easier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of technicalities that come behind it, where if yeah. you're just on the mortgage versus just on the title, sure. um, people kick themselves in the butt for not refinancing, because yep. they're going to eventually, well, they're going to want cash out, or yeah. they're going to want to take advantage, and they can't because... Yep. They're they're not on the loan or it's or it's not seasoned enough. Sure, mm -hmm. sure. So another sorry, I don't mean to cut you because I was gonna say this could flow right into this. You just made a good point. We have a lot of viewers right now that need money. They need cash. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if they the have a, if they have like say like an eight hundred thousand dollar home and they've already paid six hundred into it and there's two hundred left on the balance, are they able to pull right now and see you guys and say, hey, you guys. Give me a hand here. I need to pull two, three hundred thousand off for remods and stuff on the house. Oh, How's that work? Of course. I mean, like like we were talking about earlier, and just the the market in general, everything's up. So as far as home values, I mean, you can you can pull up you you can pull out cash. Um, I talk about that all the time. Is like it does for me in the way that I think about the, how money works. Is like it it is nice. Obviously, everybody's like thinking about paying their home off and not having a mortgage payment, so on mm -hmm. and so forth. But my thought process is is that if you can pull X amount of cash out of your home and put it into the market where maybe there is a dip or maybe there is a correction, yeah. okay, over the next same amount of time that you would take to pay off your house, you the the account that you would have had put that money in mm -hmm. probably could buy you two or three homes. Mm -hmm. So it's like everybody just loves that, like, you know, the, just the... We're in a different financial market than we were 50 years ago, Correct. where everybody's putting 20, put 20% 20 down and, you know, pay your, put it, go on a 15 year and pay your home off. And those, it's using the, using debt as a leverage and a, as, as far as being able to, you know, um, put your money into something that's going to be able to work harder for you instead of just in the equity in your home. Mm -hmm. So that can go through a lot of different ways of either, you know, debt consolidation where you're saving somebody, you know, a few hundred dollars a month. If they mm -hmm. put that on their mortgage, they're and technically reducing their rate. Um, if they take that extra payment, maybe they put it in a kid's college fund. By the time the kid goes to college, it's already bought and paid for. Mm -hmm. uh, whatever, Roth IRAs, you know, tax-free tax when they, when they turn 59 and a half, whatever it is. It's something that your money can work harder for you in more of a market setting than just in the equity of your home. So sure. I'm a big proponent of, of doing cash out and putting it towards something else. But there's, there's, I mean, remodel. I mean, you, you put $50,000 in a remodel and your home value $100,000 more, yeah. whatever it may yeah. be. So there's all different types of uses for that. Where are you guys located and what positions are you looking to hire for, if we, any? We are located <laughs> in Bloomfield Hills. We're right off of Maple and Telegraph. Mm -hmm. Um, we are looking to hire licensed loan officers, um, possibly adding on some more processors. Mm -hmm. So we do have a team of loan officers now and a processor in-house. Our processor is absolutely amazing. Um, she's on top of her stuff like no other. She, if any, I, I tell, like our team knows, if it wasn't for our processor, our loans wouldn't close so fast. Thanks, so, Natalie. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, like, Natalie. Like, not it, Natalie. And, our, and our realtors know that too. Like we're like... Hold on, let me call Natalie really fast and yeah. see what the status is. Because we're what we're doing is we're trying to bring in the production. We're trying to bring in the deals. But our processors are the ones that are working behind the scenes, getting everything um, done and closed. Mm -hmm. So we are looking to hire processors in the future um, as our team builds as well. And we are looking to hire experienced loan officers who are licensed as well. Um, anything? I mean, I don't know. what. He's our I mean, they run Let our teams. Let me say this too. So what what, what separates <laughs> us from every, from a lot of other lenders, banks, uh, brokerage, we are with you from beginning to end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're with the realtor from beginning to end, both on the listing side and the buyer side. And we're also with the borrower. 
So you're not going to get a million and one phone calls like you would typically in traditional lending, where the processor is going to give you a call, a closing agent is going to give you a call, and you just don't know who you're talking to. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but for me, if I'm that, if I don't know that number, or if I'm not, I'm not, I'm not picking it up. You know. So at the end of the day and I'm sure everyone is like this, we're cautious of who we're answering the phone to, you don't have to worry. You know that number that you're getting, that that's Wait. dialing over to you, it's me. Have you kept up your auto insurance? And have you, is that, you don't <laughs> want to pick up those calls every yeah, time they, huh? Yeah. Your, your insurance is about to expire. You your, know, warranty. your warranty. Is yeah, or your warranty. Is. It's like, come on. No, the new mm-hmm. one is Social Security. Oh, oh that's like, my I'm favorite. I'm not even, I feel old, trust me, but like, I'm not there yet. So, and we want to make sure that whoever we bring in um, feels the same same. way. Right. So we are with you legit from beginning to end to the point where even like my agents, they are, oh, this is Sonia calling me again. What does she need? Mm. You would trust me rather hear that than radio silence. Mm -hmm. I I will. Listen, I've known you. We've been, we've known each other for about a year now and I'll (laughs) give you, I will give you this. I haven't done business with you, but speaking to in regards to business, you're aggressive, which is good because in this shit, you need it done. You want, you're you're here to get a home. You don't got time for someone to just to play you around and just drag things out because like Mm -hmm. you said, you're a person who can qualify somebody and get them knocked out in two weeks, just like a cash buyout, right? Mm -hmm. Who the hell doesn't want to hear that? You know what I mean? I'm sitting Mm -hmm. here, I see in front of me, people are just getting shut down on home after home after home right now. So it sounds like this side here has a good advantage to help the consumer wrap it up a bit faster, and your experience can make it happen, you know, sooner than later. Um, can you give the viewers, I mean, the three of you, just maybe just give them one good punch that they need to know before they get to, or that they can do to keep their credit or whatever on par before they get to you? To not Don't pull your credit. Part. That's okay. it. That's it. That's Don't pull your credit. Unless you're talking to us. Or, 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 or is, it, is it true not to file for any credit cards or anything within six Correct. months? Okay, just that's why I'm going to Don't buy a car. Don't quit your job. Um, Don't just, change your job in the middle of a loan application process. Right. Come to me. Come to us. Ask us. Yeah. We'll mm-hmm. tell you if it's a good idea or not a good idea. And, and again, when you find a home, you like the home, buy the home. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I promise if you're going to wait, because you're focused on the rate or you're focused on how much more do I have to put down on this home, Mm -hmm. you're going to kick yourself in the tush two months down the line when you find another home for a lower loan amount because why? The rate's up. So your payments are higher. You just screwed Mm -hmm. yourself. Yep, they don't know. At Mm -hmm. the end of it, they're still spending average a couple thousand more, if not three, four, whatever through the year now once their interest rates will go up. So is there anything that we missed that you guys want to push, promote stuff, that uh, services that we may have not I do want to give one piece of advice to homeowners. So yeah. a lot of people are scared or a lot of people get nervous over the rates because the rates have been going up, mm-hmm. right? And just a, like a market research thing is in December, like I did a loan at 2.875%. Wow, right cool. now we are at 5%. Okay. So Possibly, yeah. we're at four point eight seven five. Yeah. So double. But this is what I what I tell all those clients who are locking in at that. I said, listen, you're you are buying at this high rate, yeah. But in two years, it's going to go back down. It's not going to go to seven, right? So just remember that Fluctuates. we are here. Yeah, we're here. And when that rate goes down, you're going to be the first person I call because I know it's going to benefit you. So don't get scared of the rate. Focus on the payment. Right, you're not making your checks. You're not doing your ACH or your, you know, auto pays to, you know, four point five percent. You're doing it for fifteen hundred dollars or three thousand dollars. That's what you're, you need to focus on is mm-hmm. that payment. That's the only thing you can control sure. is your payment. Mm-hmm. 
So we can't control the market. We can't control home values. We can't control equity. That's not up to us. It's also not up to the homeowners. Mm -hmm. What is up to the homeowners is how much they can afford. Yeah. So that's what we're here for. We're here to look at you, look at everything that you bring to the table and tell you, hey, guess what, Junior? You can afford $5,000 a month, but do you want to pay that? Yeah. You might not want to. You might be like, you know what? I think I'm cool with paying 1800 a month. Mm -hmm. And then we'll be able to guide you that way. Because nobody wants to work for their home for the rest of their mm -hmm. life. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, I will I will just say too is that it, even if the even if the rates do go to something like that I mean even back in the eighties, like the money on a house is always going to be cheapest because it, it has that collateral of the house mm -hmm. backing it. Yeah, it's not just unsecuritized mm -hmm. debt, mm -hmm. so that's always going to be cheaper than your credit cards. Always going to be cheaper than high interest balances like that. So. Um, there's always going to be an opportunity for, you know, debt consolidation or even like you said, like there, no interest rate or no, no one thing is going to deter you from if you look at that house and it's, and it's your dream and it's what you want. So right. that's all at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Um, but I will say just with all three of us and you said that, you know, Sonia can be a little aggressive. I've never, <laughs> I've never met anybody, um, yeah, out of these two, just uh, people are so, so aggressive toward to the client in in service like I, I want to make sure that the client is getting the utmost service mm -hmm. regardless whether you know maybe they're maybe the the real estate agent you know something happens with the real estate agent whatever okay well at the end of the day this the client is getting the best service and that between the real estate agent and us and everybody that's involved that's the most important thing. Just so you know, so. that's a Middle Eastern thing. Because when they sit down <laughs> and our aunt and uncle or aunt's house and they tell you, equal means keep eating. They'll serve you more just to make sure you're well taken care of in their household. So same same passion over here. I already, lo I already love Pacha, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. We're, we had a show earlier. you got to answer this then. So again, viewers, here's another poll. He's not going to know what you're talking yes, about. Yes, you man. will. Let's see. Do you like white Pacha or red Pacha? Uh, red. What? Red. Wow. Little, oh my gosh. Wow, Frankfurt. This and is our German, Chaldean, American friend right here. We just said it. Red. Have you had both? No. I haven't had both. Okay. okay but you're going to have to have white pasta. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, in fairness, we'll give him. Pacha. He's team red right now, but team we will red. have team white over here. <laughs> Are you team red? I'm team white, man. You're team red. <laughs> yeah. You're team red. He's team okay. red, so you got two on two. Are you right. team white? No, I don't eat meat. She don't eat yeah. Okay. I don't oh, wear white. You're white. Yeah, we'll take it. You do rest and what you got to do. We'll take it. So, so you here you have it. If First, you uh, if German you look American. at the the value of wine or the 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 way the wine works, the red is always up here and white is no. for everybody. Else. Absolutely yeah. not. Red stains your teeth. Yeah, but it's it's a finer grape. <laughs> Thank you. That's that is true. I'll take my uh -huh. over the mop. Thank you. I'll take the my over the mop. So why is sweeter? Yeah, okay, not always. <laughs> but, we, but we all love Doma. So yeah, we all love Doma for sure. So he's, he's inducted one hundred. So as we close out every show, we ask our guests, "What does it mean to you to be Chaldean?" And then we can start with you, and then we can go to you, and then we can <laughs> we, we can end with you. Okay. What, what is the Chaldean community? Okay. Now that you so are I'm a Syrian. Yeah, so she's Syrian. So oh, okay. what we'll get from her is. Because she's been in the Syrian or Assyrian. Syrian. Syrian. Okay. What does so it mean to you to be yep. Syrian? Uh, to, well, to be Syrian. Yeah. Um, for me, I don't look at myself. Well, yes, ge geographically, I, I am Syrian. But I look at myself as Middle Eastern as Middle Eastern. Mm -hmm. I don't care where, where part of the country you're from or what part of that region you're from. It doesn't make a difference to me. If you can speak it, if you can communicate, if you understand the culture, if you know what tabouli is, you're good mm -hmm. in my book. Yep. There you go. Yep. <laughs> 
question. No? Next. Um, you are Kaldian, so we'll have yeah, to Yeah, so Kaldian is all about community. I mean, being part of our community is such a, it's such a beautiful thing. Everybody, um, you, you know, they praise each other. They're there for each other. You know, when, God forbid, there's a tragedy in the community, the whole entire community comes yeah. together. And I, I love that so much. Um, and I, I love being part of it, right? I love growing within it. I love having other Kildian clients, you know, want to work with us or just just acknowledge us, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or look at us and be like, look at them. Like, they're doing great. Like, we're so proud of you. And it means a lot to hear that from the people that you grew up with, right? Or for and the you people, came with nothing. With the people that were in your neighborhood. It means a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I I love our culture. I think our food's amazing. I hope yeah. Frank can agree. Hold your cup um, up. Our, hold, our, hold your cup up. Oh, oh yeah. She's Kathy definitely proud of our community. <laughs> yes, I am. For sure. Um, and, you know, I just, I like to be avid in the community, too. Like, I like to be very active. I, um, you know, I, I could probably be a little bit more active, to be honest. But, like, I, I just love it. Our, our churches are great. Yeah, our mm-hmm. churches are great. Our banquet, everything. Our weddings are amazing. Like, I love our community. That's all. <laughs> now you're inducted into our community. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I guess I'll say I, I've been to I've I've been to a wedding. I've been to a funeral. I've been to gatherings, and I'll just say that I think the biggest thing for me that I get from just the entire community, which is awesome, um, is really just like a sense of family. You know, yeah. and that's what's that's what's really good. It doesn't matter. You know, I, I know that they, I know they joke east side, west side, this, yeah. that, you know, it's just like, you know, are you from, you know, are you Syrian? Are you Chaldean? Are you, you know, it's, but at the end of the day, like really nobody really cares. And it's yeah. just, it's just all a, uh, a big loving embrace, which is, which is really cool. And it kind of goes into, you know, just what we do as far as just service and caring for people. So. Um, that's what I like about it. So it's good. awesome. Thanks. Oh, good, good, good. What does it mean to be Kelly and to you guys? Um, Keeping up with us, huh? It, it means everything, <laughs> really. It's, it's uh, again, it goes to family, and it's just life, and and just a sense of security, feeling that you're never alone, and you'll never be alone, and, and you're always part of something. Mm-hmm. Oh God, you can ask me. I'm not gonna make it long-winded, so <laughs> I'll um, I'll just say. Um, uh, one thing, um, being Chaldean, it's, uh, it was very important to the state of Michigan, especially like we brought this and thrived this community. But the most part about being Chaldean is I love that I'm first generation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest part of it is that I got to experience more than what the new generation will get. Um, I want to impose it by doing, keeping up with the Chaldeans and everything else that we do, but I love that I can speak Sudeth, Arabic, and then English was my third language. So that's what I like about it. It was the culture, and then it got to um, make us a prominent figure in the state, you know? So we're known. But Great. that's what it is to me. That's awesome. That's cool. Awesome. Cool. So Close we're wrap, yeah, wrapping up now. So we want to make sure that uh, we're going to post up your guys. You're on social media. Yeah. You're, you're on Facebook. You're mm-hmm. on Instagram. You guys got your web pages. We're going to include that all on for you viewers to see that at the bottom of the link over here on the YouTube channel. Just make sure that you subscribe, hit like, and follow us. And we're on all media outlets. Uh, we're signing off with the Fab Three here from the <laughs> Beyond Lending Group. And uh, myself and Anthony Toma. Till next, we see you guys. Thank you. Thank you.